Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at Today is Thursday, May 11th, and this is how we do it this now. This is it. This Ian, is it. whatever show number this is, just say it, man. Maybe. Just say it. Is he not going to say He's it? He's not going to say it. He, he doesn't fucking know He's either. He's not going to do it, Tom. He doesn't know either. We're it's off the fucking rails with the show number. It's somewhere in the 600s, guys. We'll tell you when it rolls over into the sevens. That's all I can, that's all I can say. Yeah, I mean, we'll get you point, the closest at hundred. At this point, what's hilarious is, is we're going to be recording so many shows and like doing so much shit that when seven hundred comes, we'd be like, whatever, doesn't yeah, even, like, even doesn't know. even matter, yeah, won't like, even whatever, know. won't even know. I pro- we'll probably record it and it'll get after the fact, be realize that it was seven hundred, and yeah, gosh, to do the seven hundred club episode. We, oh, where we, we should both do, both no. dress like Pat Robertson. We should do for seven hundred, and we, we should get do a like seven hundred club retrospective, and then like yes. giant ears, and do like a leg press of a thousand then, pounds or both whatever. Of us, we'll do what we'll do is we'll just come into the studio and just test our leg press the entire time. <laughs> That's what we'll do. We'll turn the studio lights up so we melt in front of the camera <laughs> like wax dolls. So a lot of news this week, a lot of big news this week. We've got to talk about uh, this motherfucker, George Santos. We'll talk about Trump, guys, I promise. Yeah. George Santos pleads, shockingly, not guilty to fraud charges. Spoiler, he's fucking guilty. I know we're supposed to say, oh, he's been accused and meh, he's supposed to hem and haw yeah, yeah. until, but like there is a 0% chance in my mind, 0% Cecil, that this guy is not guilty of fraud. Zero, because- He's lied about everything. He's lied about everything. George Santos took money saying he was unemployed. He basically took unemployment. Like a, there, was a, there was a special benefit for the unemployed during the pandemic. Right. He took, he took special unemployment pandemic benefits, even though he was employed. And he was so employed, he was making $125,000 a year at his current job. He just filled out the form. <laughs> because, you know, during the height of the pandemic there was an overwhelming amount of people who were applying for government assistance. So the government was like, look, there's no way to wade through administratively all of this stuff. So it was kind of the honor system. But it's an honor system with a lot of teeth if you are caught lying because it's wire fraud. Yeah. It's fucking wire fraud. So there were some cheats for sure. But like there weren't actually new, there weren't a lot of cheats. Most people did the right thing. This motherfucker had a six-figure job. Yeah. A six-figure job. Yeah. 
And he used that, he applied as if he was unemployed, scammed the United States government out of really the benefits that were there to help people out yeah. of unemployment during like a national fucking yeah. emergency. And then he used that money to like pay down debt, to buy luxury goods, to like just fuck around and find out. Yeah. And well, I guess the finding out is now. Finding out is now. And he's definitely <clears throat> finding out now. And he's the kind of guy though, I think you, were, you hit it right on the head when we talked about it. You know, you, you mentioned it earlier. He's a liar. He's yeah. just a giant liar. And everything he does has been a lie. All of his stories about himself, all of his stories about his family members, his whole narrative is a lie. I mean, this is yeah. a guy who said he was a Jew and then people said, no, you're not. And he said, well, I'm Jewish. Jewish. I mean, like, like this <laughs> guy- What does that even mean? This guy would- he, I'm he lie about ish But, but don't you think yeah. that George Santos is kind of the inevitable conclusion of Republican politics since Trump? Don't you think that he is sort of- A hundred percent. The person who recognized that if I just keep lying over and over mm -hmm. and never admit it and always move forward, that I can't be touched? He's, he's the Republican version of the political version of one weird trick. Yeah. He's a, like, he learned the one weird the, trick. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is that Trump taught the world that the weird trick is- just keep lying. Yeah, just keep and lying. And if you get caught, lie some more. Lie differently. Make up another lie. Keep them spinning. They can't fact check at all. If they fact check at all, eventually everybody gets exhausted. They get fatigued. By, they get sort of yeah. like the shotgun approach. Yeah, they get fatigued. Yeah. Exactly. The The difference is that like nobody really has like George Santos fever, yeah. right? So like that's nobody. The, that's the key. And that, and I want to be very clear particularly his romantic partners, I am quite sure, have never had George Santos <laughs> had fever. The right? flavor for a fever of a Santos or whatever. Nobody's yeah. ever been jonesing for George. You know yeah. what I mean? No one's ever called him up in the middle of the night, you know, just thinking about you fucking winky face, peach <laughs> egg, emoji. Egg, eggplant, right. squirt, squirt. Never. I get never, ever, ever has that happened. Like I know... I know that he's told the American public that he's got a beautiful girlfriend in Canada <laughs> and he once fingered her at Niagara Falls or whatever. But that Cancun. <laughs> he's also got problems in like Brazil too. He does. He has problems yeah. in Brazil as well. Yeah, he got he got he had he had uh Criminal charges in yeah. Brazil. I forgot what those are related yeah. to, but they were fraud based. I know. It's, all, it's fraud all fraud based. But he he really does feel like the kind of guy who looked at the field and thought. Yeah, I could do this because it clearly there has been a precedent set. You're exactly and right, I can do man. It. But I think you are right that there isn't enough people who who are excited about him as a person. Yeah. Right. I feel like I feel like there's maybe seven or eight Republicans who could absolutely do this and get away with it. Yeah. Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jim Jordan. Um, the guy with the eye patch, you know, a couple yeah, of these. Matt Gates. Matt could do Gates it. could yeah. do it. There's like there's some that I think that their star power is big enough now mm -hmm. that they could do it. I think he was trying to get there because he was making speeches on the floor. He's yeah. constant. He but I think from the moment he got in, he was getting the cold shoulder from a lot of like higher up Republicans. There yeah. was like a part of the why there's a Mitt Romney bit. Do you remember this where Mitt Romney's walking oh, in? Oh yeah. And Mitt Romney's like, you shouldn't be here. Is yeah. what he said to him. <laughs> Mitt Romney said that to him. You know, I we've said this on the show before, but like there is a there is a world so bleak that we are living in that I have a grudging respect. <laughs> hey, for real. On occasion, I, have a grudging I think he respect did the right thing. Yeah. For the 
accidental integrity yeah. of Mitt Romney. <laughs> I really do. There's been so many, there's been, there's been more than a half a dozen times that Mitt Romney has been a voice of integrity yeah. in a room full of lunatics. Yeah. And like, I dislike Mitt Romney and everything that he stood for when he was running for president, right? So I don't want to like, I don't want anyone to think I'm a Mitt Romney fanboy, but there is such a dearth of fucking yeah. integrity. I know, man. That Liz Cheney has become a hero. Right. Mitt yeah. Romney right. has become a hero. Right. You know, like, and all it takes is somebody that like, that's like a serious person to be like, look, I, all my ideas are bad and I'm fundamentally a monster, but, but. I'm a serious monster. But I'm not going to go that far. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to do right. that. Right. Yeah. That's it's, that's unethical. <laughs> right. It's like, look, I'll put them on trains, yeah. but I don't like the second half of the plan. <laughs> oh, Jesus You know? Christ. Like, that's how bad the Republicans are. It really is. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> that's so wrong. God damn it. <laughs> uh. Fuck George Santos. Yeah, this guy. I want to see this guy. I want to oh, see this guy just get crash and burn. decimated on a fucking, on a witness stand. Oh, I know. And just have him get thrown out of Congress. And then just have him, my suggestion to every single de Democrat from here on out is make this the, the Republican poster boy. Yeah. Make yeah. this the person who you're constantly measuring up against and pointing to and saying, that's their that's Man. their answer to the United States of America. Dude, we got to talk about like the, the Democrats in my mind have the easiest possible path in 2024. Like you've got, and we'll talk about Trump in a second. You've got Trump just yesterday at the CNN town hall calling January 6th, a beautiful yeah, day. Yeah. Like if I were making an attack ad, Oh, I know it, it was be, itself. It's, Right? Like, I mean, I it put, doesn't. I, I don't even edit it. I just put scary music under it. For real. You just put, oh, you even, it's no music. Just the sounds of battle <laughs> clashing. This, seriously, the actual sounds of January 6th and the scared police yeah, calling him for help. talking. And then, you know, you just play that for 10 seconds, right? And just no commentary. And then Trump. It was a beautiful January day. January 6th was a beautiful day. That's my whole ass. That's it. That's my whole ad, man. <laughs> and then you're George Santos. I'm Tom Curry, and I support this I message. I support this message. <laughs> What's the message? Fucking, have you yeah. seen that yeah, guy? Right, right. Like, writing a fucking ad right I now know, man. as a Democrat. Like, you just get like, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I, you know, fucking had a fucking miscarriage in the bathroom of a fucking hair salon because I was denied medical care. This message brought to you by the goddamn Republicans. Yeah. Vote Democrat. Like, exactly. This shit it's is so easy. So easy. We've got so, we yeah. have so many silver platters right now. Like that. It's actually like they're, they're we're yeah. dropping them. Yeah, we are no, fucking exactly. juggling like yeah. circus clowns. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Every single reveal of that, that chafing dish, the, yes. the thing comes it's off. Another chafing it's another dish. like million dollars <laughs> sandwich between bars of gold with truffle on yes. it. It's like the best thing ever. And it keeps happening over and over and over. Now, all it relies on, and this is the scary part, it relies on Americans to vote yeah. and to care about stuff other than just fucking with each yeah, other. I think, I, I, fingers crossed, because I think that there is going to be an influx of young voters that so do too. care about that sort of I thing. I think so, too. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Look, I'm guilty. I didn't make enough money, okay? This story is from the New York Times and Earth. Yeah. <laughs> For Trump, a verdict that's harder to spin. After an indictment in Manhattan, Donald Trump's supporters fell in line behind him. A jury's decision in a sexual abuse and defamation case may yet carry a political price. So... I grabbed this story because I thought it was an interesting opinion analysis piece yeah. about 
really what will be the impact of Trump's losing the civil suit that he just lost this week. He's been ordered to pay $5 million in damages, including punitive damages, um, for the sexual abuse yeah. of a woman in the 80s or 90s. 80s, 90s? Yeah, I don't remember exactly when. It's like 90s. I think early 90s it was. But yeah, And that's E. Jean Carroll, um, who um, was brave enough to come forward and make those um, accusations and tell her story. Um, and thankfully, she prevailed in her case. Obviously, you know, Trump immediately was like, oh, it's fucking rigged. Everything's rigged. Rigged is the it's only thing I know how again. to say. He's going to get sued again. He is? Yeah. He can't say that. Yeah. Like he immediately came out yeah. and essentially defamed her again. Yeah, you can't do that. And he already lost the already defamation. Lost, already lost it. The first time, you mm -hmm. stupid motherfucker. Yeah, he's going to lose it again. There's a couple of really important points to make about this case. So the first is, I saw some tweets going around and some, some messages about this where they said, it's not rape, it's sexual assault. And I want to be very, very clear. Now, this is going to be graphic. Our show is very graphic anyway. I can't imagine somebody not like knowing, knowing that, that our show is yeah. graphic, but this is gonna be graphic. Um, the reason why they decided to do that is because she had said that he had penetrated her with his hand mm -hmm. and then she wasn't sure if, she, if he had actually penetrated her at all with his penis. Right. But and that's he, the requirement. And that's the requirement. Yeah. Which to me seems so weird, right? It's like, yeah. regardless, she was violated, yeah. right? Regardless, she was violated in a way that's horrifying. Whether or not the guy did something different shouldn't matter in that. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. It's Dude, like, it's like, thank what, you. this guy's going to be like, oh, because his dick was there. That's a different charge and a, or a different. A bigger charge. Right. It's because his dick, and you're like, no, she, it, if she didn't know and she didn't, and she couldn't t decide because it was dark or whatever and she couldn't tell. So she didn't know. And so I wanted to make, make sure that that's yeah. clear. So she didn't know. It's not that it's not. It's just that it's not sure, right. right? And there's a big difference there. Yeah. Um. And so in any case, and also there's a small difference there too. I, I want to point yeah. that out. There's a big difference, but there's also a small thing difference. The thing is like, it is an understandable confusion to have. Yeah. When you are talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's an understandable, <laughs> is that a finger or his dick? <laughs> understandable confusion. In any case, he was... He was, that was how that played out. Yeah. The other big piece that I think people don't understand is that one of the guys on the jury listened to, almost exclusively listened to Tim Poole, who's a far right podcaster. I have read about this, yeah. And he he unanimously stood up with the rest of those people yeah. and said, yeah, I agree. He's guilty. Yes, he should have to pay this stuff. Yeah. So that happened. Like there was somebody who was indoctrinated in far-right ideology mm -hmm. and even came forward and was like, no, man, this fucking guy's got to pay up. Yeah. And so that's a real, there's a couple of real big points there that I think, you know, even if you were dubious or whatever as a Trump supporter, which clearly his his audience at the CNN thing was because right. they laughed when yep. he brought it up, when he mm -hmm. made fun of her, they laughed when he brought it up. So- there are clearly are some people out there, but they don't know. I don't think they understand a couple of these things that were happening in the in the background. Well, and I think there's a big difference between hearing your guy talk about something like in an audience like CNN versus seeing all of the evidence firsthand, right? right. So you got this guy, like to your point, you got this guy who was you know by all reasonable measures, you could expect him to be very sympathetic to Trump. Very sympathetic to a right. But when confronted, like decent people will still, when confronted with like days and days worth of testimony and evidence, 
that's a different environment to swim in. Yeah. The thing is like these, these Trump supporters, every day they wake up and they're swimming in an environment that they are choosing and that is curated for them yeah, yeah. to tell them a certain message in a certain very specific way. It's confirming all their bias right. every day. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think once these guys, and I was thinking, because I was thinking about that same point, Cecil, similarly, that I really feel very hopeful that the other charges, the criminal charges that have been leveled against Trump, because I was like, God, all you need is like a couple of fucking Trump wackos on the jury and it's going to fuck the whole thing up. But then this happened. And I thought the same thing. I thought, you know what? I don't think so, man. I think there's real, a real possibility that like when all of the evidence is put before a jury that thinks of themselves as reasonable and rational because people generally think of themselves yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah. That it's going to be really hard. And I think the same is going to be true when eventually, and I think there's there's mounting evidence that Georgia will eventually indict Trump oh, as well. That. that everything that I've read, you know, there's like all of the opening signs of everybody getting ready. Like all the things that a prosecutor has to yeah. do to get ready to level charges, they're all done. So I, I really think that there's a significant and real possibility that that motherfucker is going to get convicted criminally. That would be amazing. I really think so. And I didn't feel as hopeful yeah. until this. You know, another piece that I think some people might have forgot is that the last debate that he had with Hillary Clinton, he invited four sexual assault accusers of Bill Clinton to sit in his box oh God. at the at the thing to try to unnerve Hillary Clinton. I don't know if you remember this. But I this don't remember a, this, so, but Jesus. So he had invited those four got, women uh, um, who had been, a, uh, who had accused Bill Clinton. Just to uh, unnerve Hillary. Just to unnerve Hillary to put them in the box. And oh, he had a press God. conference with her, with them beforehand to say, these are victims. We should listen to victims, et cetera. I feel like this guy... And I think a lot of Republicans use this when it's to their advantage. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then immediately, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like this is a guy who's an absolute scumbag, yep. right? He has done this in the past, not just to, I mean, this is not just one person who's accused there's Donald a, Trump. There are there's, literally a dozen there's a incredible dozen, ag right? allegations. Yeah. So there's a there's a bunch of people who have accused him. And he will stoop to that immediately when it serves his purpose. And his and his base will love it when it's against the other person. But if something like this comes out, they're immediately laughing at that person to say, oh, this person is a, that E. Jean Carroll, who cares about her? Ha, right. ha, ha. Right. Uh, yeah. Donald Trump is great or whatever, et cetera. And you just see the hypocrisy of that side. Think about if this guy was a Democrat. Oh, the right would be chewing him up and eating him and spitting him so out. So would the left. Yeah. So would the yep. left. I yep. don't think there's many people that, you know, you could you could say this about that you'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I think they'd forgive him. I can't think of anybody now, currently. They looked the other way for Bill Clinton years ago. Yeah, for sure. They looked the other they way did. for Absolutely. Bill Clinton. Absolutely, But he was a yes. scumbag. Yeah. He was uh -huh. a genuine Absolutely. scumbag. Absolutely, no doubt. And, and even if you discount anything else that's been accused of him and just go with the Monica Lewinsky thing, yeah. that's a scummy, that's a scummy thing, thing to, to do. do. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that somebody is... is it, underneath you in a power structure by a lot. Yeah, not only was she like way, way underpowered, but she was also way younger. Yeah, it was a lot like, of bad. Yeah, there was that nothing was really about bad. Yeah, there yeah. was nothing about that situation that yeah. could have possibly approached the kind of equity or parity nothing. that 
that that that is required Nothing. to do that kind of yeah. shit after yeah, that. Yeah, no. Like not at all. Yeah. And I would and I would be fine if anything ever came out like this about anybody, be like, get rid of him. Yeah, 100%. So long. Of course. Don't care about you. Left, ever right, again. center, sideways. Bye bye. Independent, upside down. Who gives a yep. shit, right? This isn't about like you either have values or you don't. Right. You know what I mean? And like I I will say, like, I'm as pragmatic and strategic as I think I can possibly be without abandoning my values. Right. But the reason I have leftist values, or the reason I vote left, the reason I vote Democrat is because I have certain values. I can't hold those things as being important to me and then also be monstrous yeah. in their application. Right. Because that's that's a position I can't hold. The, the Republicans don't have that same cognitive distance, right? Yeah. And they so they don't experience that same conflict internally. Because if you're a Republican... This, these are not values that are important to you. Like, like if you're a Republican, you are not waking up in the morning and getting on your soapbox and fighting for women's rights. Yeah. That's not like something you have, you know, decades long history of doing. That's something the Democrats do. That's something the Republicans staunchly, actively, and vocally oppose. Yeah. So there isn't that same like dissonance when women are attacked and violated and disenfranchised. That's the game plan. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, I really think, like, there's no, and, like, you know, one thing that was interesting, one of the most, like, grotesque things that was said at that um, CNN town hall, uh, no, not in the CNN town hall, it, one of the most grotesque things that came out, actually came out in the the testimony, mm -hmm. um, in Trump's testimony just prior to the uh, civil suit, was they asked Trump about, like, his Access Hollywood comments. And they asked her, and he said, yeah, right or wrong, you can grab women by the put." He said, like, he doubled down He doubled down. down. Yeah. And he said, like, hey, look, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it's true. You can you can basically sexually assault women. That's the way it's been for millions of years. And I'm paraphrasing, but only barely. Sure. I'm only barely paraphrasing. If we look sure. it up, it's almost exactly like that. Sure. So, like, this is a, and that's a side of the Republican mindset that a lot of people on that side don't have a problem with. They're sure. like, yeah, well, you know, if you have power, you can use it. Yeah. And and there was another grotesque part about this trial too, where, you know, the guy who was the lawyer, I, I don't even know why you would say this. He said, why didn't you scream? Oh, that you know, was if so this, gross. If this, does, oh, if this happened to you, why didn't you scream? And her comment was amazing. It's just like, some people don't scream. Some people, you know, fight or whatever. I, you know, they react in different ways, but, you know, the idea that, that somebody would call it into question and, and then like sort of Monday morning quarterback, that whole thing is oh, yeah. grotesque. And I, that, if that's your defense, yeah, I just, I, I can see how you lost. I can see easily how you lost. And the thing is like, I think that in years gone by and still now, don't get me wrong. And still now that kind of uh, attack the victim, yeah. destroy the victim. her credibility, yeah. reduce her to a, you know, a, a, a blubbering mess that's going to like make a mistake on some like technical issue on yeah. the stand so you can seize on and create inconsistencies. That tactic of defense for sexual assault cases, I think for many, many, many yeah. decades yeah. has been very effective. That's, that's, that's how they did it. Yeah. But now I think increasingly it's being seen as manipulative and repugnant. Yeah. And I think which jury, is what it always which was. is what it always was it always was that. right. It's just oh, yeah. now you're you're recognizing yeah. it. Yeah. So like it's a, I think this is like a really good thing is that yeah. I think now juries are like, dude, come the fuck up. Yeah. Now and even the judge admonished the uh, defense lawyer for going down that road. Good. 
So even the judge was like, dude, the fuck, the fuck. I mean, I think he phrased it nicer, but he did admonish. <laughs> it would have great if he said that. Yeah, would it be great? The fuck, contempt, out. Yeah. <laughs> so then at that point, the narrative shift to it was a nothing burger. This is great. This is from the New Republic. You can also just find it anywhere. Republicans finally admit they have no incriminating evidence on Joe Biden. So one of the first things that the, the Republicans did when they seized control um, is they were like, well, we're going to have, you guys had your January 6th committee. We're going to have our look at Hunter Biden exactly. committee. And they had their committee and then they released their whopping 65 page report, which is nothing, by the way. Like when you look at something like the Mueller report, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages, like substantive investigative reports are not the average length of a grad paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They were, they, they, so they, all they dug up was a 65 page report and then they held a press conference and in the press conference, they're like, so is there any actual evidence of anything like hard evidence that links yeah. Biden to like literally anything? And he's just like, not, not per se yeah. in the evidential yeah fashionary terminology of the word you said. Like, he just was like, yeah. uh... He didn't say no. it that smart. No. Oh, no. 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 He said stumble fuck around I think though. he played the banjo when he said it. <laughs> um, one of the things, too, that I think is, you know, you could see it happening once they won is they immediately wanted to do something retaliatory yeah. against the other side whether they had information about it or not, right? Right. They took Rashida Tlaib when she was like, you know, back when she got elected during the midterms after Trump that we're going to impeach the motherfucker, she said. They took that as like, you're going after him on in an unwarranted fashion just because you don't like him. Right. But there was plenty of evidence that he did the wrong thing with that phone call to to uh, Ukraine. Yeah. There's plenty of evidence that plenty. he did the wrong thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and so, but they chose, and and it, and it passed in the House, but didn't in the, it didn't even get, I don't even think it got heard. In I don't the, think it got, it got vote, heard in yeah. the Senate. So it, you know, there was clearly something there. And what they saw was they could keep manipulating the system in the same way. And, you know, I mean, these are your taxpayer dollars, right? Mm -hmm. There, that, that 65 page paper didn't write itself. Right. There is, what, a thousand hours worth of investigations that went into that with different people who went and did stuff and like figured stuff out and like wrote down a bunch of bullshit that like busy worked their way into yeah. 65 pages worth of stuff. This entire committee wasted all their time on this thing that they found, eventually found no evidence in so they could do what? And you're like, and the thing is, is I'm all for investigations into stuff. I'm all yeah. for investigations. Same. yeah. But like, if you don't have any evidence to start out at all, why start the investigation? Yeah, I, I am into, look, when there is a reason to think that there is malfeasance of yeah. any kind, we need to investigate that, root out any corruption yes. and kill it at its source. And I don't care if it's left, right or sideways. Yeah. I don't. I'm right there with you, man. But there has never been any substance to any of these allegations. Yeah. This was entirely retaliatory. Yeah. And they said it was retaliatory. That's the other thing, is they came out and said this was retaliatory. They wanted to make people's lives miserable. They said, when they were, they said like before the midterms, they said like something like, I don't remember who it was. It's like, you know, hold on to your seats because when we're in charge, 
We're going to like mire you down in investigation after investigation. The goal here is to waste your money and my money and their time not doing the work of legislation, not doing the work of governance, but doing the work of power brokering yeah. and manipulation of the of the American yeah. system. That's yeah. what they're trying to do. And they like what's insane is that we're so bad off politically that they can telegraph ahead of time yeah. that they're yeah. going to do this wildly unethical yeah. thing. Sure. This like I, I sometimes wonder, do you remember when you were in like history class and you'd like read about like, oh, the teapot dome scandal or, you know, some other like political scandal of the ye oldies, you know, like, oh, Herbert Hoover and such. And, yeah. and you'd read this stuff. And I keep thinking like, God, I want to read a fucking textbook from like 2075. I know, right? I really do. Like, like if I could get my hands on a fucking history textbook, a college level history textbook, I think I it's adorable know. you think there's going to be a world in 2075. Anyway, go ahead. That's... <laughs> I'm just going to go throw up in the other room at the accuracy of that sentence. So, yeah, but I like, I keep thinking yeah. like, this is our teapot dome. This, no, this is, is our, yeah, the, Trump, we're Trump living is somebody who they will write about for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to absolutely write about him for a very long time. Hey, everybody, we just got done recording our AMA and boy, was it a doozy. So be sure to listen to it coming up right now or it already happened. I don't know where this is going, but you know what? I'm sad. Not just sad, but disappointed. Why, you ask? Thanks for asking. Because no one asked about how they could save 50% or more on any one item when they went to adamandeve.com. I mean, this seems an obvious, if not easily, and therefore welcomed question. You, of course, would use code GLORY at adamandeve.com. You know what you might not have known about when you use code GLORY? Or however that sentence is supposed to be formatted? You get 10 free gifts. What gifts, I hear you exclaim? How about a gift for you? That's cool, you say. And you know what? How about I throw in another gift for them? For them too, you ask incredulously. Ah, yes. And guess what? Here's another gift for you both. What? You didn't think I'd say that, did you? Well, how about you ask me anything about the rest of the gifts so long as you're asking about getting those six free spicy movies? Oh, and how's about you get some discreet free shipping? And double house about you get some rushed processing. Oh my gosh, if only some of you asked about how you could get this by using code glory at adamandeve.com, then you would have known about the savings and free gifts you would have received at adamandeve.com when you use code glory. Oh well, maybe next time. Please use code glory at adamandeve.com. <laughs> Thanks. You won't have to say... Well, I shoveled shit in Louisiana. All right. In our ongoing series of reporting or commentary on the fact that the right hates women, this is from Jezebel, Louisiana Republicans kill rape and incest exceptions to abortion ban after unhinged hearing. Holy shit, yeah. man. There's some rough stuff in this article. Yeah, for sure. Like, so, like for real, yeah. this is a tough article to read. This is one of those articles when you read it, you're like, this is not a world any of us thought we would be living yeah. in. We did not. I did not think we would be living in this world. The blaming, just the outright, what you know, what, what they're, they're letting people speak and they're taking heed and taking stock of fucking crazy religious misogynists 
and like, I don't know if the religion is what makes them misogynist or if their misogyny is like what keeps them interested in their religion. I don't know. But like the level of hatred that these people have toward women, Absolutely. just raw, raw, yeah. unadulterated, yeah. unhidden, like just like out in the open, brash, yeah. mean-spirited hatred yeah. of women. I never thought I would see it. I never thought I would see it so out loud. Yeah, and 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 Tom's not exaggerating, right? He's not exaggerating for effect here. No. Uh -uh. One of the things one of the guys says is that if they allowed an exception for rape, then any woman who wanted an abortion would accuse her boyfriend of rape. Yeah. And then there would be an epidemic of boyfriends being accused of rape because women are so disgusting that they would go out of their way to attack somebody else just to make sure that they didn't have to have this baby or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, like think about your worldview when you think that every single woman out there would immediately send someone to jail yeah. just so that they could have an abortion. Yeah, and this is not an uncommon... It's not. It's not an uncommon thought yeah, either. There's not. a lot of people who very much consider that women lie about rape all the time, and that women just lie more than men. Yeah, there. You know, like you may not be as like steeped in it in your social media as I am, but like, I and maybe you are, but like my social media feed has gotten insane. Not like my friends and family because I keep that very heavily curated. But the sort of stuff that social media feeds to me and like my reels and stuff, um, it's gotten real manosphery. Like okay. Real, 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 you. real manosphery. Yeah. And I think, you know, I may have talked about this before, I don't remember, but like I think it's because I like to watch, I have some very masculine interests. So like I'll watch like fitness and weightlifting videos. I'll search on Facebook, like in the marketplace for like weight, workout and fitness equipment. So there's like a gym bro culture that is very manosphery, sure. very, very, very manosphery. And because that's sometimes what I'll like look at or pause on when like looking at like reels or other, those short video content stuff, it's begun to show me more and more super hard manosphere type content in there. And I don't really know how to fix that. Like I, I know how to fix my ads. My ads, my ads actually, Cecil, show me just a huge number of like gun safes, and like flag paraphernalia and like fucking right wing shit sure. all the time. And I can fix that by just clicking and being like, I don't like this, make it go away. And after a while, it'll get confused and show me like women's underpants. Like if yeah. I do it long enough, it'll, yeah. it, it'll just get all mixed up. The reels seem more sticky and the reels keep showing me this stuff. And so I, out of morbid curiosity, sometimes will click on it or read the comments. And dude, it'll be thousands and thousands and thousands of these self-reinforcing comments from dudes who have these theories, like these broad, like gender and social theories that really like reinforce to one another the duplicitousness and deceitfulness and like scheminess of women as like, as being separate and less than and like dangerous. Yeah. There's like this group of men that I've been seeing online that, and again, it's in the thousands because sure. of these videos that really think of women as these like dangerous, deceitful liars yeah. that are out to hurt men and to take our power and to like all this stuff. They've got a whole language around it. 
And I really think that what some of this is, is the inevitable legislative response yeah, yeah. to that constituency of hate. Right. And I think like, Ian, this is a good point. And I see it on Reddit a lot. Oh. So the comment section will get seated by somebody when, you know, like, let's say there was a story about somebody who, um, you know, got off of a, a, a rape charge or whatever because the person lied. Let's say that there is a story about that sure. somewhere. Because that does happen on occasion, right? Sure. Somebody yeah. lies about it. They will immediately see the comment section with there's a ton more of these than you know, that sort of thing. Right. It automatically gets seeded in there very quickly. And it's a very infrequent thing. It doesn't happen right. very often, but they make it seem like every every single instance of rape is should be hard questioned in that sense because they think that the woman's lying no matter what. And it it, it you could see it happen. It happens with racial stuff too on there. Mm -hmm. When Ever there's anything that could implicate a race, there's just tons of obscene racist comments in there. Or they'll say some dumb shit like, yeah, but you can't say anything because, you know, black people can't be racist, sarcasm or whatever. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Shit all like that, that stupid shit. Like yeah. all that uh -huh. dumb shit you'll see in there constantly. And I feel like, I feel like, you know, when you look in these comment threads, there is this you know, I don't know if it's pulling back of like who people really are or if there is just like yep. this tiny group of people who's just super vocal and what they do is they just go to these things and have to express how they feel. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But there certainly is a ton of people like that. And, you know, I won't be surprised if more racist policies start getting enacted too. I wouldn't either. Because yeah. misogynistic policies are starting to take root like crazy. Yeah, man. And so, I, so racist ones are next. If yeah. they're not, I mean, if they're not already there, because I know they already are, mm -hmm. but I'm saying like overtly, disgustingly just racist out policies. out in the open. Yeah. Just out in the open. Like, and I'm not saying that that's like, I, I don't want to like, I don't want anyone to confuse me. Like, I know that the world is and has always been misogynist and racist, but there have been there has been a lot of pushback for many, many decades there's to been like a lot of pearl silence. Grabbing. And there's also been a lot of pearl grabbing, right? right? If if you were to accuse a Republican of being a misogynist, he would immediately oh, clutch, clutch their pearls, clutch, clutch, right? Clutch. Immediately yep. like, oh, how dare you, right. sir? Uh -huh. You know, they would be like, I yep. love women, right? But now they'll say these things out loud and you're like, man, you can't, there ain't no pearls to clutch anymore, bro. No, man. Like, and now when you say that shit. And they're, they're like not even trying anymore. Yeah. They're just like, hey, look, we're dudes. We're in power. We want to stay in power. We want to preach a male message yes, to other men. Yes. And that's the that's the core graphic that this is trying yeah, to appeal to. Yeah. You know, what I think of it as, because like, I remember we, we've both encountered this. We've talked about this for years on the show. And I, I never had a name for it, but I've been thinking about this as the intimate room effect. So when you're in what you think of as an intimate room or an intimate space with people who are like demographically similar to yeah. you, right? All of a sudden things will change or shift sometimes in that room. And it's it's the worst. And you and I have both experienced yeah, this. Sure. I remember, like a good example that I can give is like, I remember I was interested in buying a pistol. Like there was a there was a 22 caliber pistol that I loved to target shoot. And for I never bought it, but I went shopping for it one day. I was driving by and I saw this shop and I thought, you know, I've got a few minutes. I'm going to swing in. I'm going to talk to somebody. Maybe price went out and decide if I want to buy one. I really just enjoyed shooting this pistol. And I'm in this room in this in this gun shop and I'm a white guy and there's another white guy behind the counter and he's a little older 
And like, you could just feel like his comfort at seeing me as another white guy in this space with no other customers around. And he fairly quickly went into like really overtly racist conversation, like overtly racist. And I've had that with like, Repair people who come out to the house. You look like a racist, so right. Yeah, I yeah, look no, like a racist. You look yeah, it's, like a it's, racist. It's, it's, that's so the problem. It's, you yeah, exude racism. I exude it. Yeah, <laughs> it's. But like, if you, I know you've encountered the yeah, same. Yeah, no. Thing. I went, when I wear my white hood out, Tom. It you get a I lot of get a yeah, lot of people. You get a lot. They'll be like, "Hey, man, yeah. how are this you?" Swastika I've got on this my face, <laughs> tattooed on my face. That might be the tell. Tom that wears might makeup be the on tell. camera, but he has a swastika on I have a lot of them, like dozens, actually, dozens of them. Actually, it looks like that girl from. From uh, Fifth Element or whatever, it's just a tattoo oh, yeah. like over your over eyes. eyes. So yeah. when you, Tom closes his eyes, you see That's those when you see stars yeah. and bars. Right. But God otherwise, damn. God damn, God damn. No, but seriously, like you're yeah. right. I, I get it too. But you're right. Yeah, and, I, neither of us, I don't think, exude racism. But no. I think like like there is this sort of thing. Like whenever there's a moment for the certain people to talk about some of this stuff, they want to. They want to. They man. want to. And they're looking for that sympathetic ear. Yeah. And they're hoping for that. So I had, a, I, had a, I had an encounter, I won't go into the whole thing. I had, a, I had a similar encounter when I was at the gym. I was sitting in the sauna and there were a couple of older guys and like, I kind of got into it with these these guys. Like they, they were they were making some really awful racist and misogynist comments. And like, like now that I'm a little older, I feel much more comfortable engaging in a more confrontational way. But when I was a younger man, I didn't, I didn't engage. Didn't know I would just do. leave. Yeah. I don't know what to I would do. get all I like, fucking well, I flustered yeah, I don't know what to do. and I would yeah. leave because yeah. I didn't know like what or how to, yeah. how to respond to that stuff. I also feel too, back then it was well more, it was a lot more hidden. So it didn't feel like such a problem. But nowadays when you hear something like that, you're like, that's the problem with us. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. You know? And so you want to act and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Not, well, geez, I'll just leave. You know what I mean? Because you feel like, yep. you know, maybe we just left a lot, a lot when we were younger and we shouldn't be doing we that shouldn't. anymore. Yeah. I find it really worrisome though, that that intimate room effect has now made its way into the megaphone spaces of politics and social media. Yeah. Because when it was confined to some racist gun store, I just left the gun store. You just left it. When yeah. it was confined to now the it's fucking gone. dryer repair yeah. guy, mm -hmm. I just didn't ever call that dryer repair guy right. again. Now it's policy. Now it's Louisiana policy. Yeah. Now it's Missouri policy. Now it's Florida policy. That like they're they're getting bolder. Yeah. Like the the more comfortable we are with our speech, the more comfortable we are with our actions. Yeah. When we hide our speech, we hide our actions. And I, I and you're right. The more comfortable they get, the more you see it online, and then you'll see a ton of people emulating it as well. Yeah. And yeah, I want to do, I do want to mention the last bit of this article at the bottom. One of the reasons why one of these guys voted is that a certain person had, had, had given a speech and said, I was the product of rape and my mom never got over it. And she died when she was, when I was very young in her twenties, they died, the, the mom died and they said, my mom never got over it. And, and I want to, you know, I want to make sure that other people have an opportunity to give an abortion if they don't want to mm -hmm. like basically have a, this entire, their entire life focused on this rape because right. that's what happens when you have to raise a child from it. And the guy's response was, well, you turned out really good and I don't want to see that happen to someone else. I don't want to see someone else get aborted. You turned out good, so. Fucking mom's dead. I know. Like her life was forfeit. I know. Like, I know. It's like, there's this, there's this like, I know like, there's this like horrible 
bad calculus yeah. that these guys do where they trade a potential for a life sure. and they weigh that potential as being more valuable yeah. than actual life. And it literally never can be that way. If you're a sensible human being, a potential for something, it's like, I'll trade you a potential lottery ticket. Yeah. Well, that's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. That's like, it's not, even more, even dumber, the potential to buy a lottery ticket. It's even dumber than that. It's even dumber. And then the audacity to look that person in the face and say, I know better than you. Yeah. You told me something, but I not only didn't listen, I'm going to I'm going to actually you. correct you basically. Yeah. I'm going to correct your lived experience. Yeah. yeah. And then live and it's then gross. legislate it's on. It's disgusting. It. What the fuck? I'm being sued for divorce. Very good, sir. In Alabama, Alabama, this is from the Independent, Alabama Republicans would charge abortion patients with murder under proposed legislation. Yikes. The bill would allow prosecutions for anyone who terminates a pregnancy regardless of viability. At any point after fertilization, regardless of viability. I think I think this really is a show by these people that they will never back down on this. Yep. Because once they got in, like one, we talked about it, like they got that inch and they took as much as they could. As soon as the the uh, the Supreme Court brought this forward. They've been making more and more and more invasive, disgusting laws in these places across the America where they have the power to do so. And they've done it over and over and over again. And I think this really is going to bite them in the ass because at a certain yeah. point, you're going to legislate so deeply against the women that live there that they are going to have to vote against you because of what you're doing. You know, maybe you'll continue to get a, you know, a female geriatric vote or something, right? Maybe there is something there to be said about some women in that state who are past the point where they can get pregnant. Right. And where they or where they don't, they would never. Not in my back you know, uterus. Not, but <laughs> it doesn't matter to them anymore. <laughs> Seriously, though, it doesn't, yeah. right? Like uh -huh. they genuinely are yeah. like, it doesn't matter to me, so yeah. I don't give a shit. Like right. I, I'd much rather uh, impose shitty laws on people, other people that don't affect me right. anymore. Yeah. And so I feel like there's going to be always some contingent of women, but there's going to be a ton of women and dudes who are all in this situation who are going to say, no, absolutely not. You know, you start. You start saddling people who didn't want to have kids with child support, with other stuff. This is going to turn a lot of people's heads away from this particular party because they're going to start seeing the actual effects of these laws and the economic effects of having children and the tragedy that that, that is caused by so many of these like, you know, pre pregnancies that aren't viable. Dude. The tragedies behind that. Yeah. You're going to watch your girlfriend's, let's say you're fucking a staunch Republican, but you got to watch your girlfriend suffer mm -hmm. because she has an unviable fetus and now she can maybe get septic, maybe there's other stuff that can happen that could fuck her up. She could maybe lose the opportunity to reproduce altogether because of this. There could be some real serious changes. This could change your worldview hardcore. Yeah, man. And, and it is... It is inarguable. I really do. I think it's inarguable that if you are mandating forced birth regardless of viability, then this is a punishment system for women. It really is. Because it can't be anything about life, right? You, you've thrown away, if it's regardless of viability, then what you're saying is, 
I am actually not concerned with life anymore. This is not pro-life. Right. Life at that You're point, right. this is about punishing women exclusively. Sure. And punishing them for what? Punishing them for the crime of their sexuality, punishing them for, as we've talked about, and I strongly believe, punishing them for their uh, challenge to men in the workforce and yeah. in the political arena, yeah. right? Like, this is straight up hatred for women. Sure. There's no... If you are doing this regardless of viability, if viability doesn't enter into your calculus, then you're saying life itself. Now, we're not even talking about the dumb potential argument. The potential argument is fucking monstrously stupid as I believe that that argument is. The potential argument can't enter the conversation if you're saying viability is not a factor. It doesn't matter. If it doesn't so that's, matter. and you know, I, I will say too, Cecil, I would be shocked, shocked if, if this if the current state of affairs with respect to abortion access in this country doesn't change, I would be shocked if we didn't see laws in many of these southern states and many of these trash, garbage, hellhole states lessening child support laws, making it easier for men to not pay child support. Yeah, you're probably right. I will, you're probably I'll bet right. you they will repeal the deadbeat dad laws. You're probably right. I'll bet you they will repeal some of the clawback. There's going to be some serious yeah. economic hardships if they don't change it, right? Because if the intent is to punish women, this is stage two. Yeah. Stage two is to say, all right, yeah. well, you know you're what, bitch? Right. You shouldn't have gotten pregnant, you're you right. fucking whore. You're fucking because right. Because that's the message here. You're fucking right. I didn't, I, you know, I guess I didn't think about it, but, you know, and they've got to keep protecting that base, right? They've got to keep protecting mm -hmm. that that base of dudes who are going to keep voting for them. Um, it's just a grotesque system that that's being that's it that's is. popping up in I want to say it's twenty countries in the United States it's or twenty states. states, twenty countries. I mean, they feel like the other. They countries. do feel like, dude. You're not they wrong. They feel like other countries, but yeah, there's yeah. twenty states in the United States that are you know at this point have wildly different rules on women than yeah. the others. Wildly different. Wild. And it's, you know, and and look at who's propagating it. You know, look at these like large right-wing mouthpieces, Texas, Florida, you know, they're governors. Think about those people. They are absolute. And, and you know, this week I saw a story of a couple of Republican women in these Congresses, in their state Congresses, uh, saying, come on, we we can't keep, you know, we can't keep taking away all these, these abortion rights or whatever. And you're just like, lady, you're a Republican. You didn't know this was coming. Right. You didn't realize this was coming down the alley. You didn't realize this was what they were going to do. So yeah. And then another Democrat flipped sides in one of these places and, oh, I read that. and yeah. then wound up flipping sides and then passing this abortion law. And so it's just a shitty, you know, even in places where you, they might've been able to protect against it in some places, but hopefully there is a wave of younger people who get out there and vote and get some of these people out of office. State elections matter, man. State elections are so fucking important. They are so, so, so important. You know, pipe dream, and it's not ever going to happen, but like, I really feel like Men should not be allowed a vote on women's health issues. I know. We talked about this years ago. Years ago. Yeah, years ago. Why the fuck yeah. should men even be able to vote on women's health? Yeah. That seems crazy to me. That seems crazy to me. If it was the reversed, if it was like, if it was like a, 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 a power block of 70% women who were mandating 
like something about my dick. You can't have vasectomy. Right? You can't get a vasectomy. Yeah, vasectomies you know, are or, against yeah. the law. Right. Like there would be outcry. Yeah. Right? There would be massive outcry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, women aren't going to tell me what to do with my... It's, it's only the very notion that men are even allowed yeah. to have a voice telling women what they're allowed to do with their bodies is sick. Yeah. It's fucking sick. Absolutely. It doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. Step four, smash it over their head. So stories from Huffington Post, Senator Marsha Blackburn proposes armed grandparents, <laughs> Jesus armed grandparents guarding schools to Kaylee McAnanny. McAnanny. She was the press secretary. McAnanny. Was she press secretary for a she while or something? She was press secretary yeah. for a minute, yeah. All right, here we go. McEnany, I think is how her name Ma is pronounced. Ma but I like McEnany. 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 All right, so here we go. Uh, so let me call it up on the big screen. There we go. Here is, uh, here's Kaylee. She's going to talk about how we should have Gramps have a fucking AR-15. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I seem to remember a lot of security each time that I walked into the White House for work. Armed Secret Service, dogs, metal detectors. In fact, there's an armed secret service officer just steps away from the press secretary's office. I would know I sat there. The what do you think that costs? I know. Sorry, I'm already, I can't. What do you think that that costs? Yeah. You're going to do that for like every school? How insane would schools feel if they were locked down with the level of fucking security that we afford to the president of the United States? Yeah. If we treated every student like they were going to be fucking assassinated if they weren't guarded at every moment, that would be a... You can't get anywhere near the White House. Like, if you were to, like, jump a fence or whatever yeah. and start running, either you get shot or you get caught, they'd stick a dog on you, right. whatever. Yeah. I mean, you would definitely never make it to the White House. You no, would 100% right. yeah. never make it to the White House. There are... And it's not because there's like a single guy like Barney Fife with one bullet in his gun <laughs> sleeping on the porch with his right. hat over his eyes. Right. It's because there's dozens of people constantly on guard yeah. outside of that building They're and inside that building. security measures. They're yeah. all over right. the place in there. Right. Not only do they have that, they also have like tons of electronic surveillance that they have yeah. constantly. They have safety measures to stop people from driving in, right? So if you were to drive, let's say you were to try to drive a truck full of explosives in there, Tom. Yeah. Do you think that they would have those things that pop up and stop you when you can't? Yeah, of, right? of course they right. would, right? Of course they would. They have every single safety measure you could possibly imagine to stop someone from, and she's like, well, I felt really safe there. Maybe we should make other people feel safe. Right. <laughs> and it's also like, look, motherfucker, like all of you guys were at threat level midnight yeah. every, yeah. Moment, every of moment of the day. day. Yeah. Right. Because of course you were. Yeah. That's, that's, that's both like scary for kids. If you were to do that, like how insane would those schools yeah. feel? That wouldn't feel good. You no, wouldn't feel safe. You're right. You would feel like crazy paranoid. Like why is the world yeah. trying to kill me? Trump understands why people are trying to kill him, right? There's foreign and domestic actors who benefit terrifically by murdering the leader of the United States, right? So, but if you're a third grader, yeah. you'd be like, why is everyone trying to kill me? <laughs> why is any of this necessary? Not only is it yeah. impractical and wildly expensive, but also just from like a messaging and yeah. fear standpoint. No, right? We wouldn't want that. It would be insane. Well, Jimmy, here's the thing. It's... uh. 
you won that tetherball tournament uh, and uh, really put a target on your back. And what? I, I ran didn't like that. Right? <laughs> uh, the Ayatollah <laughs> is pretty pissed about your uh, kickball game yesterday. I don't know. You yeah. know, you got you to gotta watch out because Al-Qaeda is coming after you now, yeah. Timmy. What? Uh, coming after your volleyball tournament trophy. Get the actual fuck out of here. Place where Korean Jean-Pierre works. It's impenetrable. What possible reason could you have for not protecting our children, our true diamonds? Joining me now is Tennessee. What a terrible fucking line. What our true, true diamonds. diamonds. What possible reason? Cost. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like Tom said, fear. What they want is not every answer other than yeah. get rid of the guns. Exactly. They want to You're come exactly up with right. every other exactly answer. Right. It's like you can't have a shooting without the goddamn guns. And they're like, but we need the guns, so let's figure out another How way to do I this. How can I keep my guns? How can I reverse engineer this? Right. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like, well, I just don't keep your guns. Like yeah. that last school shooting. Well, I don't know how to say that. A school shooting yeah. that I was can't recent. Say last one, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Like the guy walked up to the school and just shot through the windows. That's how he gained access to the school. He just blew through the doors because it. Yeah. Like, look, if that guy had a knife, was he? Gonna, he's like gonna stab his way in. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. knives aren't as efficient. That's why like the cops don't carry kitchen knives. That's why our modern armies don't fight with knives right. against each other. They don't charge with a bayonet. Right. Okay. That doesn't happen anymore. Right. That what they what they do is they shoot each other. It's just not as efficient to fucking run at somebody with a knife. It's and, just right. It's just not going to work as often. Let's go deer hunting with a knife. It's stupid. It's, it's a, a dumb thing to a, say. You're yeah, dumb it, if you think like they'll find any other way. It's like yeah, people do kill each other in lots of different ways, but less efficiently. Less efficiently. Don't we want to make yeah, it harder it for killers make to any kill sense people? To me. I don't get it. Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator Blackburn, uh, Nashville happened within about an hour. I get a group text from mothers, concerned mothers, panicked, fearful, worried for their children. To my knowledge, I did not see any other senator besides you and Senator Haggerty come out with a plan in the immediate aftermath to protect my child tomorrow. Every single Democrat was like, let's do some gun legislation. Every yeah, single one. They've been saying this forever. Every single one. What the fuck are you talking about? We, we, we have been begging people to pay attention to common sense gun legislation since at least Newtown. Yeah. Before, before as well. Before then. Before you know. as well. Yeah. But like there was really some heat at Newtown. Then there was more heat at Parkland. Then there was more heat at Uvalde. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? It, what do you tell? Oh, there's, there's a constant pressure from the left, right, to to, to remove some gun rights, yeah, to take right. some gun rights away, some basic gun yeah, safety some reform. Basic, yeah, just they're not asking and even not, for the It's moon. not. It's not like they're like, okay, everybody, we're gonna melt them all down, right. There's never been a suggestion like that. No. Okay, we're gonna monitor ammunition. And from now on, you can't get ammunition anymore until, you know, you sign in triplicate or whatever. That was the big fear under Obama. Yeah, Obama's going to monitor your ammunition. They're going to monitor what you have and they're going to come back at you. And you're just like, well, good. Awesome. Okay. Neat. How how can we figure out a way for people to stop throwing bullets at each other so frequently? Yep. Let's figure out a way to stop it. Instead, we're just like... Well, the only person who thought of anything was this lady who looks like a fucking villain in a Christmas movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. She totally does. What is your dealings with President Biden and why would he reject this? Because it's stupid. It is just un unseemly that there would be such a rejection of this by the Democrats. Everybody should be for... 
the Safe School Act, Kaylee. They should want to do this tomorrow, as you mm -hmm. were saying, to keep our children safe. This is something I have worked on since 2018. Tried to get it passed then, tried to get it passed last year after the Uvalde shootings. But to have this grant pool and to allow local school systems and local law enforcement to work together to bring in veterans and retired law enforcement to serve as a security officer at a school. They know how to use weapons. They know how to de-escalate situations. They know how to de-escalate situations. <laughs> Law enforcement knows how to de-escalate a that situation. Guy, that guy who who was uh, who was in Chicago who shot uh, who shot that young man in the back seven times. He's going to go there and de-escalate de a situation. De-escalate that situation. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Oh, they're really good at de-escalating. Yeah, that's that's what we pay them for. Oh that's yeah, pay them the big bucks. Oh yeah, those cops they're real good at de-escalation. When the Get cops the fuck ride their here. fucking Bronco through a bunch of people in downtown Chicago, right? They were just trying to de-escalate. They're, they're trying. That's what they did. So they. It, 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 actually, they more deaccelerated, but yeah, oh, they were deescalating yeah. no, too. Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've talked to a lot of them. They like this idea. They are grandparents, like we are. Of my course. husband and I are grandparents, and they want to be there to help protect children. This would also allow schools. Would you want some trigger happy grandpa with a fucking gun in your school? No, that, what? Like, Two kids get into a fist fight and he like shoots one of them or Dude, something. Look, the thing is, especially if he's like an ex-cop, that's their first answer to right. everything. Violence, violence is the primary tool of law enforcement yeah. for, for in order to gain compliance. Yeah. They don't have other look, I the cops have no other tools in their fucking bat no. utility belts, no. right? If when they want compliance, they go to violence. Yeah. We've seen it so many times. That is a statement which I simply refuse to retract. Like the idea that you're going to have some fucking retiree who wants to carry a gun in a school wander around. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is too, it's also what's, 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 what's about this thing is also, it's a liar's bill, right? There's a bullshit bill and it's a bullshit bill because schools already have school safety sure. officers. Yeah. What's new here? Yeah. Nothing. What this really is potentially, I guess, is maybe more government money to hire more school safety sure. officers. Yeah. There's no plan here No, because Every school right now, just about every school has a school safety officer. Yeah. Armed, armed school safety Absolutely. So what's different? Yeah, here? nothing's different. The only thing that's different is, is that you're trying to pay like grandpa to go out down there. You're yeah, saying grandpa should like, be able to go. That's down what there. I'm saying is like if I get government money, if I'm the if I'm the administration of the school and I'm gonna hire Another is this saying like you can only hire there must old be. people? You, there's there's got to be like a or a retiree or or a veteran or something like. So that. So I get like sixty thousand dollars to spend for an employee to walk around the school with a gun, but I have to use that money to hire a former veteran. Yeah, like that's weird. That's all you've done is like reduce yeah, my reduce resource the pool. pool. You reduced the pool. That's all you did. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, you that's did a weird it, thing you to did do. It on purpose. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It makes at all. no sense. Yeah to have cameras and people to watch the cameras and bulletproof doors and the film on windows, the locks that are necessary to be certain that children are safe in that, in that school environment and so that parents can have the confidence that their children are going to be safe. Look, in fairness, I do think that it is a unfortunately wise idea to put building improvements in 
sure. that make it more difficult for crazed gunmen yeah. to execute yeah. children. Right? I think we should build every school like the Winchester Mansion so that <laughs> so that there's doorways and hallways that don't go anywhere. Yes. And so they walk in and they're like, well, I don't know, this door I opened up and there's just a wall behind it. A three-headed door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I am down with government money to put better locks, bulletproof windows. Because And the reason I'm down with that is because we're not going to do the right thing. We're not going to do the gun thing. You're, you're right. Because there's an easy solution to this whole problem. Right. And it's it's limit gun limit guns in some way. And what we're choosing to do instead is be like, well, there's nothing we could do about that. Yep. Yep. All right. What else can we do? Yep. And so that's, so you're right. There, if other changes came in, sure. Uh, would I want to make sure that there's, you know, better locks on the door or, you know, better training for certain people? Sure, of course yes. I would. Yeah. But I think you're fucking ass backwards when you're trying to solve this problem. This problem is easily fucking solvable. Yeah, man. You know how many fucking school shootings they have in fucking other countries where they don't allow guns like this? None. None. They don't have them. Yep. Once in a fucking great while, something like this happens. Yeah. Also, some of these schools that have had school shootings have had these safety officers in them. Oh, and yeah. that hasn't done anything at all. Right. Yeah. No, I like... Look, the answer, the answer, and we know it, the answer is means reduction. Yeah. Make violence harder to commit. Yeah. Make me work harder all the time. Make me work harder yeah. and harder and harder. It's, it, you know, like if you think, and you know a lot more about this than I do, but like if you think about defending a castle. Right. The last thing in your line of defense is the hand-to-hand -hand combat after the enemy has already breached your gate. Yeah. So what you do instead is you put a series of difficulties in front of your castle right. to make it more and more difficult so that you don't have to fight anyone hand to hand so that they die off, they give up, they fail in, you know, like it's the same idea. We need to make it, we need to make committing violence wildly inconvenient, expensive, difficult, painful to do. We need to make the commitment of violence something you have to deeply commit yeah. to yeah. and that will reduce the opportunistic yeah. people who perform these acts of violence. And we perform these, these people perform these acts of, acts of violence opportunistically because we put virtually no meaningful barriers in place. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Like, it's crazy to me, for example, that you can reload your own bullets at home. Bullets should have to be purchased from a store and every bullet you buy should be stamped with a little serial number so that I know who bought a box of bullets that, you know, I bought a box of bullets, got 50 bullets in a box, and it's bullets with serial number A752963 through A759286 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, everything about American gun culture is designed around anonymity. Yeah. It is yeah, built right. around right. anonymity. Right. Yeah. We make it possible to have guns yeah. no one knows about, to have endless amounts of ammunition, endless yeah. amounts of ammunition. And trade them between each other without right. any trace whatsoever because yeah. I could give you a gun and no one could know. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, I have guns people have given to me as presents or like my dad got older yeah. and can't use his, like nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knows, knows who has what. Nobody knows. Yeah. It should be required to insure a gun. It should be required to report that you own a gun. Yeah. There should be yeah. Big penalties. They should know how many I have, have right? right? I know that there's going to be people out there like, well, you don't want the government to know how many guns you yeah, have. Yeah, I do. You know? I want the government to know. I I, I just, I mean, I, I feel like 
it doesn't matter how many guns I have. Right. Like I could have a I could have a whole house full of guns, and that doesn't stop, that doesn't do anything to a person in a tank. Right. <laughs> they can just drive their tank wherever they want and be like, we're gonna shoot your house, and then boom, and it's over. Yeah. You know, unless S I small arms are nothing. Yeah. Like that's the truth. Like small arms are nothing. Like you are not gonna stop the full force of the United States no. military no. levied against you with your fucking shotgun or your AR-15 no, or not. your dumb fucking Glock you don't need, you idiots. Absolutely not. And you heard it here first, folks. Tom wants to have moats around all the schools. Moats around schools. Trebuchets. Moats and trebuchets. Moats and trebuchets. These are not bad ideas. No, it's not. I mean, who wants, who doesn't want to go like be, uh, have the mascot, the Lockport trebuchets or whatever. Dude, for Come real. On. That's what you want. Here's what, here's what Marsha Blackburn should have proposed. Murder holes. Yes. And we pour boiling Murder oil holes. out of them. Yes, absolutely. A pike wall. <laughs> yes, I'm with you, Tom. Yeah. See, we're together on this. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, be sure to join us. Uh, if you're a patron, in a couple of weeks, we're going to release a AMA. Uh, so check that out. Patrons, uh, we're going to release it. It's only for patrons. Um, you can become a patron on a per episode basis, though. You go to distancepod.com or patreon.com slash distancepod and uh, join in on the fun. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do, though. Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.